are now listening to Hosanna's Huddle. You are now listening to Hosanna's Huddle. Hey, podcast listeners. How is everybody doing this evening? You got girl Tiana on the mic. Anybody else want to introduce themselves before I introduce the topic? Hey, guys, it's Lulu. Hi, it's Alex. I mean, I mean, Antoine. <laughs> I, was looking at, I was looking at Alex while I was saying that. I, I got confused. <laughs> it's Antoine. Hey, y'all. it's your girl, Alex. <laughs> all right. We're all here meeting again for a wonderful evening with a chatty chat. Today's topic is taming your tongue. You got to know when to speak and when not to speak. That is all. When God says shut that mouth, you better shut your mouth because it's going to get you into some trouble. Or sometimes you can speak positiveness as well with your tongue. But you got to tame your tongue for them evil thoughts. Um, I can give an example or I can just, let's just hop in it. Okay. So, you know, a lot of times you hear from grown-ups, grandparents, parents, wherever it is, like, oh, you know, don't say certain things to your children because you're going to, you know, your mouth. In Jamaica, we call it goat mouth. And goat mouth? Yes. <laughs> There's certain things you say <laughs> that you can make fall upon your child. So if you're calling that child stupid consistently, guess what? You know, you're speaking that illness upon that child. Eventually, they're going to believe that they're stupid and might not have the drive to do what they want to do. I mean, that's just a little example, you know? I agree with that. Unforgivable. (laughs) It was just an example. I didn't say I call, you know? (laughs) I try to speak positiveness into my children, you know? It's hard sometimes because they have an attitude, but yeah. But taming your tongue, um, it can can go many ways as of um, a child to their parent. You know, me growing up, I I needed a lot of taming of my tongue. You can tell. Antoine. Antoine. Um, I needed a lot of taming of my tongue. And it wasn't towards my mom. I had so much respect for her. But the donor, I didn't have much respect for him when I was younger. And that's what I call my mother. But my oh, dad, yeah. I just, I just got up what you said. My <laughs> dumb self. Um, I was confused. I didn't know how to tame my tongue with him because I just had a lot of resentment. I just like, oof. And I would just say certain things. And, you know, coming older now is like God has shown me, like, hey, you should have tamed your tongue because you might get it back and it's it's kind of true karma okay i swear well i'm gonna read i'm gonna read um a verse from the bible this is james 3 um verse 6 the tongue is also the tongue is i can't talk right now (laughs) the tongue also is a fire a world of evil among the parts of the body it corrupts the whole body sets the sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell and i have another verse it's proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 when it says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit that's a good one as well so do you guys um believe it well of course um that's a stupid question not a stupid question <laughs> but do you guys think that there's power in the tongue as far as speaking things and existence and things that that, that nature absolutely okay you guys got an example of something that, that you witnessed or heard something happening like that I agree with it. Yes. Um, people who probably don't go to church often, they do believe in God, but I'm hearing this thing. It's a, I don't know if it's a trend. Um, I don't know if you guys been seeing it on social media about manifesting. Oh, have yeah. you guys been seeing? Mani- yes. Manifesting your life. Yes. You just have to be positive and make yeah. sure you manifest. And if you write it down, make sure there's no evil in that book. Make sure everything in that book is positive and you just manifest it and you happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, a close my sister she was like oh my gosh i can't believe it worked i guess she was manifesting something and it came true and i'm like girl that was god but okay you got that you got this okay <laughs> so 
So that's one example I know. I don't know. Yeah. Lulu? Um, let's yeah, I'm putting see. you on the spot. I see that. I see that. Um, you know, the one where they say throw it into the air, you know, speak it out. Yeah. Speak it out to the universe and and see if it comes uh, comes true. I'd rather just pray about it. Yeah. Th- there you go. Add <laughs> Sister Mike. Add Sister Mike. <laughs> So, um, go, go, go ahead. Yeah, so I'd rather just pray about it. I mean, you're going to throw it to the universe, throw it to God. There you go. Alex, you got any input on? Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of things come about that people pray about or I've prayed for for people to come to pass. I mean, it's just all in God's timing. Um, I think that's the difference when it comes to people and their manifest now because that's just a movement of motivation that people are trying to live their life through now, which doesn't make any sense. Um, But I believe as long as you pray about it and God sees it, he will allow it to come to pass as long as it's a part of his will. So I believe you definitely can speak life and death. That's what it tells us. Um, We bring stuff upon ourselves because what you speak over yourself is what you're going to believe about yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing about even with the men of that's what people just take words and make things their own, like manifesting. Okay. If you continue telling yourself to motivate yourself, you're going to eventually believe as long as you're keeping speaking that you're just activating yourself to want to do it more. It's just like working out. Um, if you set a goal for yourself and you're determined to make that goal, you're going to keep pushing yourself every day to do it. It's the same thing. As long as it's according to God's plan, he's going to make it come about. So that's the only thing with the uh, manifestation part. If you work hard for something and you're going to put in the time for it, why wouldn't something come about from it? I think that people have to realize that with that. But um, I've seen God do a lot of things. I've seen people pray for babies. I've seen people Mm -hmm. um, pray for homes and they get their homes just... um, jobs and jobs come about um i've i've seen everything i've seen people pray for to be delivered from cancer and that's happened um i've seen i've seen i would say pretty much i've seen an example of everything um in that fest but as long as you believe it and you see god it will come past that's what i believe so you definitely can speak it so you do have to watch what you say because negativity is what you believe so mm-hmm. and losing what's in your heart is what's going to come out your mouth right like that's a, a good example of that too is like saying i can't do this or i can't do this i can't do that or like talking negative about yourself you keep talking negative negative about yourself it's not gonna what are you trying to do it's not gonna happen you know because mm-hmm. you think you can't do it you, you know and whatnot so like, i know some people that have a, a bad time of always like instead of being optimistic being like a i guess a what's the what's the opposite of optimistic is that being like a pessimistic or whatnot yeah yeah so like i know some people and she's probably gonna get mad at me but she sometimes she she beats herself up she like talks negative about herself like why are you talking negative negative about yourself you got so much positive so so many things going for you right now mm-hmm. you got all this confidence you got god on your side you keep think, thinking negative thoughts and if y'all don't know i'm not talking about talia so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start you gotta get out of that habit of you know looking down on yourself and everything we got all these things going for you so you gotta if you keep saying you can't do it you're not gonna be able to do it you're not gonna even put in effort to try to do something you know so yeah that's my that's my thought on negative talk and everything and plus some people have to um when it comes to talking to other people people got to um watch what they say too because sometimes i think the worst thing is when it's one thing when you know what you're doing and you say it to a person you i'm gonna say it to this person and i don't care how she think or whatnot or he think the worst thing to me is when someone doesn't doesn't know that they're talking down to someone and they think they're 
lifting up someone when they're actually talking down so if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know i think that's ter- like backhanded kind of yeah. compliments like you're giving a compliment or something but it's like backhanded like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a negative it's a positive within a negative if that makes sense you can know? you make an example criticism it's kind of like this um what's a good example i'm gonna c- come back to me i gotta think of an example so <laughs> someone okay. else, so like he was saying you know the power of the tongue um reading from give me a second I know it was a website, so I want to give them credit. It says churchleadershipresources.com. Um, they were saying, you know, with the pouring out negative of the tongue, not tame, not taming your tongue, you can break a person's spirit. Yeah. I believe it. I mean, anybody have any examples on, you know, hearing something of something someone said and it just oh. broke that person down? I got an example now. Sorry. It's no, kinda, go ahead. It, You're it, good. It, it kind of goes with that, too. Um, so me and Taya did this Star Wars um, maternity shoot. Um, like we, did, we didn't post it online just for ourselves. Um, the photographer did it for us and she showed one of her co-workers and instead of saying oh that's cute or oh that's cool that's that's different she said oh, I don't like themed fraternity shoots and everything and I'm like Tyler's like no one asked you if you didn't like it and I, like but she didn't say that to herself but she was like oh okay and walked away and the girl's like what's wrong well I'm not gonna talk about it no more because she said something negative about it so like yeah. what's the point of you even saying something like that if you got nothing good to say then they say oh okay cool she, but she said oh I don't like themed maternity shoots like what's the point of you saying that Kind of, like, kind of like a backhand not a backhanded compliment it's like not knowing what you're saying but you hurt someone's Somebody's spirit feeling, yeah. you hurt someone's feelings you know so yeah so there you go with anybody else saying something that'll break somebody's spirit I think I think Christians do it a lot yeah, yeah. because we like yeah, like what you were saying sometimes we think it's our place to speak about certain things and it's not our place mm-hmm. to speak about certain mm-hmm. things and sometimes we make things worse than we're really helping the person bring them to Christ. You know, it's, it's always good to witness, but sometimes there's a time to witness and there's a time to listen. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that's, we get it confused. A lot of Christians get it confused because they just see it as like, I'm trying to help this person. I'm trying to pour into this person, but sometimes you're harming the person more than helping them. Um, Cause we can become enablers. Um, to certain things and certain lifestyles because we try to put our beliefs or the way that we see God on people instead of allowing them to get to know God for themselves. So I think that's a time where we have to learn how to tame our tongue when it's a time when God really tells us to speak and when God tells us not to speak because sometimes it's not people's time. It's just you just got to plant a seed and walk away and let the seed grow, Mm -hmm. nourish. And, you know, it takes time for a plant to blossom. And sometimes that's how it is with people that you're trying to witness to. It takes time. It just takes one word. It doesn't take you trying to pour the whole gospel into them in one setting or one time. So sometimes in, in that sense, we have to learn how to tame our tongue. And sometimes we can break people's spirit when they're trying to come to Christ. If you convict them of everything mm-hmm. that they're doing mm-hmm. um, that they may have done in their past or you make them feel bad about it. So it convicts them and makes them more um, afraid or welcoming of the church than to embrace what you're really trying to help them with. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I've seen it happen before when um, it's like with someone trying to, you know, seek more knowledge about the Bible or Christianity, like. So the person wouldn't do nothing but you know oh well you shouldn't do this you did yeah. that, 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 that like you said it's a time and place for everything and then you got to know when to say that and when to not say it you know just mm-hmm. can't blurt it out of nowhere well you are the fornicating everything your butt should have been in the church and everything you, mm-hmm. you're the stealing killing all that stuff no it's, it's a it's a time and place for that so and I, and I think once you talk to god more you'll know when to speak like um 
for his um, it was, was it is a kind of example. I used to want to. I don't know if I said this before in another part, episode, but I used to want to debate people online like all the time. <laughs> like, I used to always want to let me go and get my opinion on this. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I still do it from time to time, depending <laughs> on what the, what the topic is. But like I used to like get angry, just go in. But like no, nah, let me just watch what I say because it's sometimes it don't feel like hearing a backlash or going back and forth or sometimes to realize maybe I'm saying something too harsh or something like that. So, like, I slowly start to learn how to just watch what I say sometimes, so. Have you guys ever said something um, harsh to someone or hurtful and then try to take it back? Plenty of times. Do you feel like you mm. can't take it back or they're going to remember? No, you can't take it back. No, that's, right? what you, that's how you really felt. But what if you say it in the end? That's what you really felt. You just don't want to. You just, you just, you just it. knew it sounded, it sounded harsh the way it came out. That's how you truly felt. I feel like everything that's when people argue, I feel like was really in their heart come out in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Like you really be feeling the way you felt about someone, even if it be like harsh, like oh, I don't think you love me. I really never cared about you in your mind. That's really what you're thinking. Exactly. Like I be thinking people really feel like that. I mean, even now, like I know this is gonna be harsh, and people may think I'm crazy. Like the more I just advance and grow and try to understand love people when i talk to people now and i'd be like you know i'm really realizing i never loved my husband and people be like what you mean like how was you married to somebody i didn't love him i was just lonely Mm -hmm. like and the more i get to really understand it like i really didn't love him like i wasn't in love with him i he was just someone that was there for a time really he was supposed to be a rebound and i was trying to make someone else jealous and i married him to make that person jealous and i did it for the wrong reason so like when i really now that i sit down and i actually think about it like i lied to him a lot because i told him i love him but you know hey and things when i every time i got mad like there will be times i actually will lay in the bed and look at him be like why am i married to this person and i will literally sit there and think that like why would i why did i marry why did i do this who is this person next to me like i've never felt i never got to a point where i was just comfortable like i feel like every time i woke up like oh i'm really married and i don't think you're supposed to feel like that when you marry (laughs) 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 like i'm really married to him like okay yeah like and there was a lot of times i did that but now the more that i'm able to sit down and process and god just works on me and show me myself like i'm like yeah i didn't love that dude like i married him i had love for him maybe that's a better way but i wasn't in love with him so it's like the more i see that like i know what i said in my arguments i really meant them like yeah you're honest I can admit like things that's really how I felt about you like I you we weren't meant for each other I didn't we did not care about each other enough well I didn't feel like you cared about me that's probably what I said I wasn't that mean and do you think he felt the same way though um I think he always felt like I never fully gave myself to him because he would say it he was because he thought that my family meant more to me but that I don't think that was ever more of that point I I think I never fully gave myself to him because of the fact that I knew he never gave himself to me so like i believe you can grow in love with people but i think because of the way that i never got him the way that i he needed to grow like because i'm a person like lizzie i i ain't gonna lie a lot of people i've dated are ugly they're not cute 
Like I literally just end up liking them because I talk to them and I get to know them personally. So that's why I will like them. <laughs> just like, hold your tongue. <laughs> no, I'm being honest. No, that's good. <laughs> so like, me off. Once I got to know them, then I'd be like, okay, they're cool, you know, and then I'll end up liking them. So I grew to like them. So I kind of see my marriage the same way. Like, okay, I'll grow to like them. But it was like when you had to keep him more effort and then it just got draining and then it was just like emotionally too much. And it was like, dang, when am I ever going to really like, like this person? Mm-hmm. See, and then that's when God tamed her tongue. Child, <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. They were all ugly. <laughs> she honest, though. But I you mean, didn't tell them they them, were ugly. Right? Not Wait. all of them were ugly. Some were ugly and some weren't. Like, my very first, like, kind of real boyfriend, he was ugly. He but was you ugly. tamed your tongue, though. You didn't tell I him he was ugly. I always right? told him they were cute. Good job. She tamed her tongue, though. See? I always told him they were cute, but to me, like, they're ugly. When he had a messed up nose. Oh, my like, goodness. He had, like, his nose was weird. Don't you feel like their inner person is what won you? Or Yeah, that's why I would say you're handsome, or that's why I like them, because of the inside of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're like, ugly, though. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Because, like, like, my ex, like, I probably should have tamed my tongue a lot. I probably was meaner to my ex-husband than anybody because like things he would do, like it's not nice, but I'll be like, you got crackhead tendencies. Like I would say stuff like that to him. But in my mind, I really believe that. Like, cause things you were doing, like that's how I felt about you. So that's why I say when you lose, say stuff in the heat of the moment, you mean really that mean. stuff. <laughs> exactly. You don't say stuff off the top of your head just for the heck of it. No, you really mean that. That's why I, your breath stink or that's why I, you know something like that you know with you sir i mean yeah people say a lot of things out of anger but i saw you frowning up when you were saying uh, um down people truly what they mean what they say with the first thing is getting an argument so yeah i don't know you don't agree no what are you and then sometimes the in the heat of the moment when you're angry you probably just want to hurt their feelings so you tell the truth I ain't telling the truth but i'm gonna hurt you so i'm gonna say something that i think that's gonna hurt you so i'm gonna say it I feel like it's not what I'm, I don't feel it, but I'm going to say, cause I know what can, you know, that button that's going to hurt you. So I know what to say. I think that's more vicious I, than the truth. But that's more what? Vicious. Yeah, vicious. Yeah. You're going to make, up because a you're gonna make person. that person mm-hmm. believe that that's how you really feel about yeah. it. Like, cause anything anybody says to you in an argument, you don't never forget it. Especially if it cuts you. Sure don't. Yeah. You sure remember don't. everywhere don't. that they say. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to say something to you, I want you to be the truth so that you know, that's how I feel. You need to fix it or get a new opinion. Like, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tiana's harsh. She, no, I feel like Tiana's a jerk in the arguments. Hey, I could be. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I could be. But God has tamed me in this season. Good. Okay, He's humbled me, and I know how to shut my mouth now. Before I didn't know how to tame my tongue. What, what I mean, the minute something spark, it could be a, uh, not even a full <laughs> sentence, and I'm going off. Yikes. And a lot of times I felt convicted after doing that. And I see why now, because God was like, didn't I tell you be quiet? I got this. Be quiet. I got this. And I would hear him like, yeah, let me have it first. I'll have it. Let me have it. I will literally go. Is <laughs> for it. Literally. But I've learned to tame my tongue. Trust me. Like, I've realized the damage I've done with my mouth. I've done a lot of damage with my mouth. And, like, he opened, like, you know, everything I'm going through. He really showed me that. Like, look, I told you, let me have it. And this is what you did this time. This is what you did this time. He showed me, and it really humbled me a lot. So I stayed quiet. I think I learned my lesson when I was super young. Yeah. With that. Give us an example. Go ahead. I'm not young. Um, 
God, uh, I think I was like 16, 15 maybe. And me and Willie was already together. And I said, I remember, I don't remember word for word, but my husband remembers word for word what I said it. And to this day, uh, yeah, to this day he brings it up. And I'm like, I really did, but I was only 15. I didn't know what I was saying. I was just getting mad. Right. 15? Yeah, but then I knew, like, going forward, I was like, yeah, I watch my tongue. So I just, and when we argue, and we rarely argue, but um, when we do, I'm like, let, let me think before I talk. Mm-hmm. Let me not say right. them words because I can't take them back. Yes. Because he'll remember. He'll, he won't remember none of the nice things I say. Oh, okay. He won't remember none of the nice I things like I say. That. But the he'll remember. Most. Yeah, but he'll remember, like, the one time I, I did something wrong or the, the one time I said something that out of character Mm -hmm. so i I just learned i'm like let me speak let me think before i talk and i do that with my son because at one point i remember i snapped and i I remember saying like not stupid but i was like you need to make smarter choices yeah but i really wanted to be like you're stupid like you know what i mean like come on and um i had to stop myself and be like wait you can't say that yeah because that's gonna stick yeah stupid kid yeah. yeah, you gotta say, you gotta be like, you gotta word it differently. Like, you yeah. need to make smarter choices. Yes, you need to, the- yeah, like, no, you're not stupid. You just need to make smarter choices. So see the heat of the moment. That's an example the, yeah. right there. You might want to say, "Oh, you're so stupid," but you really don't mean. But you can still say stupid. something like she said. You can still yeah, say it. Yeah, that's in what a I'm saying. But that, that was an example. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, "You stupid." Like not the kids. <laughs> not the kids. But well, like, if adults, I'm arguing yeah. with, oh, adult, with an adult, yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. She's saying with the children. No, with the children wise, mm-hmm. like you have to like watch what you say because that stays yeah. with. Oh no, not kids. Loosely, kids. I I don't. I don't really get kids don't get a rise out of me like that like if i'm like they make me mad i literally know how to like calm down and then i'll address the situation i don't address it right then and there like i literally calm down and then lucy i'll be like look the reason why i say certain things to you is because i've been where you are Mm -hmm. like your attitude and what you're doing is not going to get you nowhere i've been that person so lucy like that's i know how to calm myself down like kids lucy I just Lucy, I laugh in my head when kids because I like I I know that person like I was that person so to me that's what, like with kids that's probably why I work so good with them is because they can't like I don't mm-mm. and when they do really make me mad I won't say it to them like I'll say mm-hmm. it to Sagira how I really feel or I'll talk to someone and I let it out and then I'm done with it mm-hmm. but I won't say it to them at all I think too is who you have that argument with mm-hmm. like how how deep you're going to get into that argument how if it's your sister or if it's your your husband or if it's like a random person in the street i mean it's different types of you know taming your tongue i'm not taming my tongue when it's a, a random person in the street okay i'm not gonna but i mean even that's a part of growth too I, is no, like, no, I, will, tam- I will, tam- you tam- I will because nowadays use. people have guns and i ain't trying to get shot it doesn't even have argument. nothing to do with guns sometimes people no. just like you I'm said some people in a fight like we, I, we can have a, stupid they're just yeah. stupid it's no point to entertain Ignorance. their stupidity i mean when you when you have a conversation and sometimes you hold your words back because you know that other person when you don't know that other person i'm not gonna hold my words back we're gonna we're gonna have this debate real quick See, back in the days, if you want to debate me on the streets, we fighting. Like, <laughs> but here's the see, thing, we're though. not talking about violence. We're talking about a debate, know, a conversation. Ain't no debating in the streets when you don't know that person. That's <laughs> going to be an argument. I mean, That's, don't you? I, no, I say this about, your it could be topics. I it get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, when you're at work like you meet um, or you're at Walmart, because for some reason, my husband now talks to strangers. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. So we literally, he'll stop and start talking to people. Or they, they'll stop and talk to him. And we would definitely have a conversation with them for like 10, 15 minutes. I'm not going to mince my words to you. 
I'm just gonna, we're gonna be real and we're gonna talk. And if you don't agree with what I say, that's fine. We don't have to agree what we say. Like, you know, political talk. Um, if we're talking about just different things, I'm just gonna tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. Where I'm not gonna do that if it's, you know, we're at work and I'm gonna be like, all right, well, I'm gonna mince my words because we're at work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it down 10 notches. I may not just stay in my view at all because it's the workplace. So yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep my opinion to myself exactly. and walk away. And that's taming your tongue because I hear a lot of stuff. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. you support who you support. Mm-hmm. And when you work in a field where you meet multiple people's different um, backgrounds and different yeah. backgrounds and, you know, they come in and they speak their opinions and you're at work. So you can't say your own opinion because, you know, it's going to get heated. Um, so you just tame your tongue. Just, I just, I, I mean, yeah. okay. So about opinions, because you said that. So if somebody have their own opinion, yes, you can debate back and forth, but it's their opinion. So yeah. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people get mad when somebody mm-hmm. state their opinion. Not like I'm just in general. Yeah. Like I see a lot of people get mad when somebody states their opinion, how they feel. Like, but you can't get mad because no, that's their opinion. That's, Everybody that's entitled. How they, that's their feelings. Their that's their opinions. They can gotta tame your mm-hmm. tongue on that too. Yeah, but at the same time, you can't. Like you said, you can't get mad when someone challenges your opinion at the same time. No. Right. Because you got to up up your mind. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. let's say you just you stick to that opinion and someone's, someone says something that challenges your opinion, you may get mad at first, but you got to think back like, hmm, this person may have, yeah. have something, you know. Because it's, it's crazy because every time someone challenges someone's opinion, if they if they if it doesn't um, affect them, they'll be like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it does, they get mad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then later on, they'll be like, uh, I guess some, some truth to that other person's opinion because with me i like hearing other people's opinions no matter mm-hmm. how ignorant it is or whatnot because it may have some <laughs> it may have some value to it that you might not take at that one point but you gotta mm-hmm. think back on it like with anything you know well close to anything because like i said people's opinions that they think like i said like people's opinions it's great people always have a, mm-hmm. a different opinion Sometimes. for you because you don't want everyone to think like you yeah you know? exactly you don't want to think like that. imagine a whole world I was thinking about this. Imagine a, a whole entire world of the per- where people think exactly like you. Would you want no, to be in that world? No, because you want diversity. Right. But see, even with opinions, so you have to know when to state your opinion and when not, not to state, state your opinion. That's true too. That's so true. that's Tame what taming the tongue. Because sometimes when people say their opinion, you just gotta say, okay. Yeah. You don't have to agree with okay, them. You don't I'm have a- to debate it. You got to know when to walk away. Because right. like, like people in my life, I know them. Like there are a lot of people. I know how each person is like their opinions when they say their opinion how they feel if you want to speak on it trust me a lot of people say their opinions on how they feel and i don't say nothing at all i just be like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and i walk away friends close everything i just let you say what you got to say and i walk away don't mean i agree with you and don't mean that i literally like what you're saying i just know that i'm not gonna sit here and debate with you because no matter what i say to you you're gonna always feel like you're right and you're gonna think that your opinion is the right opinion so i learned how to just be like okay let them talk have their little moment and i walk away i don't say nothing at all do you have everyone or certain people like some people that you I got, treat that's people open so people exactly so if me you can have a conversation to where we both be like okay good we can still laugh we're good we walk away you you respect my opinion i respect your opinion we can have a adult conversation i will talk to you all day but if you're the type of person where i tell you my opinion well no that's not right you want to keep going mm-hmm. back and forth and debate it's going to get heated you're going to get attitude mm-hmm. now you're going to make me have an attitude because you got an attitude mm-hmm. then i don't have those type mm-hmm. of conversations with those type of people like and i and that's how i learn people in my life like mm-hmm. there's a lot of them that get attitudes when other people state their opinions on what they believe or not mm-hmm. like 
there's a lot of things that me and my sisters certain things like my sister may think for her kids or something I don't always agree with but that's her children and that's her opinion so sometimes you just learn to be like okay not my business walk away Mm -hmm. like friends too like I have friends that they go on and on and on and on I just be like "Uh uh-huh okay and then I hang up the phone (laughs) and I don't say nothing at I won't even sometimes I don't even say nothing I just be like okay mm -hmm." I let them vent get what their little opinion is and I hang up the phone but don't mean I agree with it I just be like when I hang up the phone I be like they sound dumb (laughs) but I don't say nothing to them like I just let it be because I know how those people are (laughs) yeah that's true um I was gonna say something um about you guys like saying um, when you talk to, talk to someone on the street there's like there's no holding back or whatnot mm-hmm. but um I mean I get that but at the same time it's like you don't know who that person may be you know you never know who that person might be that same person you might be going out to could be that same person but I'm not saying going off I'm saying like having a conversation a debate having a healthy debate. yeah having a, a healthy conversation with, with people you just met like it is I mean we started a conversation over my new umbrella my beach umbrella you know what I mean and it was a conversation it was a great conversation um it went back and forth for like 10 minutes and it was great but I think she mean in the sense like if someone's like oh I support Trump and yeah. I'm a Trump support like I think she's saying in this not saying you not yeah. if you are hey more power to you whatever your business is <laughs> but like she's just saying if someone's going on along that lines of political like mm-hmm. hey well I don't support Trump that's not who I support but you know you can have your own opinion mm-hmm. on how you feel but that's mm-hmm. me not I think she's gonna in that line she's not gonna be like close like okay like all my mom's side of the family are Trump supporters mm-hmm. like and they post craziness all day long about Trump or whatever but like when my mom goes to there she knows like she just don't have certain conversations mm-hmm. or when they say certain things she don't speak about it because or she'll let it go unless it's just something really out of the way that you know you have to say something but she we just learn how to draw that line like hey we're not gonna talk about this with mm-hmm. you you make your comment you make your comment okay no point I'm not gonna say nothing so I think that's what she means like if someone random on the street say something I'm gonna say something to you because you're not my family I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or I'm not trying to get in an argument with you but your family you ain't trying to hurt their feelings Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys um ever had um a conversation with a random in the public that wasn't truly was you, you wasn't really trying to have a conversation with them, but you ended up like listening and everything like like you, something told you to stop and listen to this guy a person talking and everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what she's talking about. I guess like in my situation, I don't know if this matches, but um yeah, it was like oh you know just stop and listen. I guess the person really needed to vent mm. about something and to me I didn't open my mouth at all I just literally listened mm-hmm. and then towards the end they were like you know thank you you know I just needed that air so I guess at that time I tamed my tongue because I could have had a bunch of opinions putting into what that person was saying but mm-hmm. you know I just felt the tug like no just just listen just listen and that was a taming the tongue because okay. that's I, all day long for me I could have went off <laughs> <laughs> I talked to old people I, I listen to that all day too. They, I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff, <laughs> conspiracy theories. Oh, um, God, mm-hmm. an example: um, a mom and two daughters. The mom's probably in the eighties. The daughters are probably in their sixties, late sixties. Those are your um, favorite. Oh my God! So they came in and they started talking about um, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the whole vaccine blah blah blah. so i just stood there like because first of all i don't whatever you guys listen to that is on y'all but i wanted to be polite because i don't want to be rude and be like you know what go to that room and call it a day Mm. um so 
I stood there and listened. My doctor, I was like, um, ask them um, their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I, and I threw him under the bus, and it was super <laughs> hilarious because he walked out of the room, and he's just looking at me shaking his head. But I'm like, you listen to them. They just want somebody to listen to them. Mm-hmm. You heard them speak. And you know what? When they left, they left. Oh, my God, sweetie, thank you for listening to us. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't agree with what they said. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, the fake news or whatever it is. But at the same time i'm like i'm like it just made their day to just talk they don't you know a lot of these people are not going out because of covid right so their only experience is when they go shopping when they go to doctor visits and they just want to talk mm-hmm. i remember this um conversation I had with this guy about three years ago it was um at lowe's i was picking up some stuff for plants at the house uh, and for the front yard and i don't know how this conversation started but I'd be like, I was looking, I was, I was getting the supplies. He was trying to get the same supplies that I was getting. I was like, oh, and he started laughing. Cause he tried to get at the same time, but he was laughing and whatnot. And then somehow we started talking about, um, about church and whatnot. And he was telling me, yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer, you know, and my, these, this past year been so hard for me because my, my wife just died of cancer. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but I'm still staying strong. I'm, I'm, I'm diving more into my Bible. I'm believing in Christ. You know, he's helped me get through it. And I was like, first, I was like, why is this guy talking to me? And then I was like, Maybe it's the reason why this guy's talking to me, you mm-hmm. know, you know, and then I said, I said that in my head before he talked about his wife dying. That was before. So he talked about that. And then in my back of my mind, I was like, who is this guy? This guy's it. And I, I believe sometimes we do encounter angels on the, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. In, the in, in the workplace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the back of my mind, I was like, this guy, an angel, is this guy telling me, is, is this, is this my sign to, to get more deep into it and get more heavy into the Bible right now, because that's my whole back of my mind. Because, like I said, I don't know how the conversation turned into church and and Christ, but it did. And so when I was walking out to a parking lot, I, I followed the guy to his car <laughs> to see exactly where he was going. Cause I'm gonna see if I, if to he make sure he didn't vanish. Yeah, this, I, I, I literally did. I watched him like this is, I watched him drive off into the parking lot and drive away. And so. I, he still could have been an angel. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that, that conversation just, just stuck out to me. You know, it's like it's a reason why he probably that is a reason why that conversation happened because after that conversation, that's when I really was like really like serious, serious. With you don't think God would have known you was gonna follow that man? <laughs> <laughs> he still could have been an angel. True. But I also was watching. I was like, okay, okay, he's getting in that truck. That truck pulling off. That truck at that red light. So. <laughs> But yeah, that was, that conversation really stood out to me. That was a good conversation. I mean, yeah, I I help old people all day, so you know, <laughs> old people be waiting for someone to answer the phone. But one of the ladies I think I had with one of my clients, um, she called, and that lady had me on the phone for about a good hour, and it, I had been helped her with what she needed help with. She was just talking to me. She didn't had surgery. She didn't had everything, and she was just going on and on and on and on. And I was just listening to her, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, you know, I hope it get better for you. Just you know, encourage." She's like, at the end of that phone, she's like, "I'm finally gonna let you get off." She well, she said, "I'm gonna finally let you get off like three times," <laughs> and then she'll go into a whole other story. I'd be like, "Pastor, sometimes I'm, I'm gonna let y'all go." And talk about ten more, fifteen more minutes. <laughs> so she went into a whole other story. So I was just okay. I just kept talking. I didn't rush her because Lucy, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't be trying to listen to them people i'll be trying to get them off the phone i don't want to hear your story okay yeah i'll be getting mad when they go on but this lady i just let her talk because she was by herself and she's like yeah well i'm thankful that you just listened to me you know i'm by myself and i have all these health issues she has um 
oh my gosh i think it's the one when your bones deteriorate ms is it ms yeah she got ms i think it was Mm -hmm. um she has ms and um she's like you know it's just getting worse i had to stop working you know she had ms but she was by herself living by herself so she was like you know it's kind of hard and so she's like but thank you so much for listening you know i just be wanting somebody to talk to i ain't even gonna lie to you i just be wanting someone to talk to something i was like no problem anytime you call in you can ask for me i'm the only alexandria okay she do she called she called she was like can i please speak to alexandria and she was just going well thank you so much she was just so excited though but i did let her sit there and talk because Lucy, i literally be like okay ma'am mm, all right have a nice day you don't need nothing else <laughs> like i literally get him off the phone but i let her have a talk and she kept me on that phone she told all her business I, but i've i've talked to a lot of people like that she wasn't the only one and then there was a man he talked to me all about he, he was divorced then got remarried you hear all kinds of things some people just be really wanting to talk mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of the day like they don't be caring they just be wanting i just be listening but loosely i mean i ain't gonna lie to you loosely i'll be like okay i'll be trying to get off the phone don't want to hear nothing especially if you be going on and on i i me it's hard for me to deal with people's sap stories i can't <laughs> those are hard for me to deal with i be trying to have compassion and it's not that i don't have compassion i just like it's like i don't know what to say so i'd be right. like in that awkward moment like i don't <laughs> You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, how many times do you say sorry before you don't want someone to say sorry? Mm-hmm. So, I, but yeah, I've been in that situation too where they just go on and on. So, yeah, I deal with it all the time over the phone. What about us teachers having to tame our tongues in the classroom? <laughs> I just have to put this out here. We had, you know, versatilities, you know, different kinds of kids in the class. And um, last year, <laughs> I had the conversation, you know, with a lot going on with the police brutality and murdering of the, you know, black and black boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that came up in my classroom. Who did it? I have one specific child who's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what him and his family wants. It is what it is. And then I have my black kids. Mm-hmm. They're the, you know, I don't know. The conversation came up about police brutality. And they were talking about, I guess, family members that stuff happened to them from the cops or whatever the case is. And then that certain kid who's just not, I guess, open. Oh, come on. The cops pull over everybody. You know, I know a couple of people got pulled over and this, this and that. And then they're debating back and forth and back and forth until he was like, yeah. Oh, please. Like, that's not even that serious. You know, he's just trying to knock them down. Like, it's not that serious. Oh, the cops pull over my mom. You know, because she was speeding. And I'm like, okay, did she get a ticket? Did anything happen? Like, what happened that was so significant? Because you're comparing your story to theirs. So I want to know if anything happens significant, like what they're explaining. He's like, yeah. You know, they pulled her over. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? You know, she's sitting there because she really had to use the bathroom really bad. And the cops asking her questions about why she's speeding. This and that. She's like, oh, I really have to use the bathroom. Blah, blah, blah. And he let her go. But she was speeding. And like he was just yeah exactly. So I was like okay okay you know. And then the other kids started sharing more stories. Oh what about you know start name Trayvon Martin. You know they start naming going back and forth. And he was just so ignorant to what was going on. And like I said, not all cops. Okay, we all we we had that debate already on the podcast. But he was just not, not open in his mind to what was going on. And so I had to jump in a little bit before I ended it. I'm like listen, no matter what you say their opinions is going to be their opinions mm-hmm. you just have to let them t- that's their opinion i can't stop myself i'm going to stop this debate right now but that's their opinions and he just got uh, uh, 
I just don't think any of that is true. They all had to do something in order for that cop to do what they did to them. Like, that, going off like that. And I just had to be like, listen, sir. I think the base like those are always hardest to, mm-hmm. to, to, to tame your tongue with. Yes, you know, it was very hard for me, people but are, I did. Yeah, some people are just not <laughs> open to see how things are. But it's learned behavior because he's only a sixth grader, seventh grader, sixth or seventh grader. And I'm like, come on, he had to have learned this, you know, a lot of things is learned, you know, so I couldn't really get mad at his opinion because he don't know better. But I just had to stop the debate because my black kids were getting angry, like, how dare you, (laughs) you know, and I just had to stop that debate. But those type of people is going to be like experience based to make them change their mind. Yes. So they will have to actually experience it for them mm-hmm. to realize because or seen it firsthand like right exactly there. right yeah. in front of them that's yeah. the only way that and, and I mean that's a lot of Caucasians that's how they come mm-hmm. to learn about it I mean even some that decided to do march or different things and when they seen what was happening when it was mm-hmm. peaceful and they actually seen violence or you know things happen that's what really like okay this is real like you mm-hmm. know it's hitting their homes now so when it hits them and they're actually a part of it then that's when they're able to open their minds up to it but when you're not actually living it and experiencing it it's harder for you to grip or understand it like you said because his environment is not exposed to it Mm -hmm. um it kind of reminds me um i've seen this documentary documentary on the crack epidemic Mm -hmm. you know and back in the 80s and the 90s um you know when there was going on into the (laughs) african-american communities it's like Mm -hmm. oh no big deal no big deal Mm -hmm. but soon it spread into the rich neighborhoods and and, then in the caucasians oh we gotta do something about this you know, but because y'all have now experiencing it firsthand now. At first, mm-hmm. y'all didn't sp- people didn't experience it firsthand. So was that like, the pharmacy one? You was it the pharmacy? No, it was. A, it was. A, I've, I've seen so many um, documentaries in that. Yeah, because uh, that the one the one on Netflix called the pharmacy. That's basically what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's like about the guy. His son was addicted to. Was it crack? It was in Louisiana because, you know, third war, he's basically driving to Louisiana to the hood mm-hmm. to get drugs. And he ended up getting shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he went to get drugs and because the police just seen it as you know it's like oh okay it's just a white kid from the rich neighborhood coming to get drugs end up getting killed they try to rob him they just seen it as a robbery and his dad felt like no it's more to this story I don't think that my son was just robbed I think there was more that happened um so he basically does a whole investigation he creates his own investigation even records his conversation with the police officers and the police officers were even nasty to him like you know your son should never been there in the first place and he wouldn't have got killed um like he just has everything on recording he started recording every conversation he actually was in the car with his son's killer and didn't even know he was but he recorded the whole conversation of him and the killer like and it's like i can't believe he can do it because it was actually a boy that was a young kid and which he did try to rob him but he was a young kid that was free but he was able to identify that that was who his killer was and the only reason he was able to get it out was because he kept searching like he went through the phone book call people around the neighborhood because he couldn't walk he even went as far as walking around the neighborhood trying to get people to speak but you know in Louisiana in those areas they don't talk but finally he called the right phone um, from finding in the phone book and the lady was like I could tell you everything that happened I seen it firsthand and I know who it was and that's when he was able to see but after that he didn't stop there he was the one that brought awareness to um, opioid over addiction 
because mm. he was a pharmacist himself. Mm. So he dig deep into it and start seeing that, you know, these prescriptions were just being written. And that's why he stopped being a pharmacist because he said, I'm not going to keep filling these. These young kids are dying. Like I just see my kid die. Why would I want to do this and do it to someone else's family? Mm. So he was the one that really brought awareness to that. But it, it's a lot of what you said. And like he said, him and his wife never thought that their son was addicted to drugs. I would have ever thought, you know, it would hit their home. They were perfectly normal. They just thought he was going out with his friends at night and was going to come back home and their son ended up dead because they didn't know that he had the secret about drugs. And they beat themselves up. They actually wanted to kill themselves right. because that's how bad in their mind they had. This will never hit our home. Our kid would never be the ones. You know, it was stories and different things they said around that time. Stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But they beat themselves up because they felt like my son couldn't come to me and tell me that he had this problem. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to a lot of those suburban neighborhoods, you don't never think it's going to hit your home until it does, mm-hmm. until it's experienced. And that's mm-hmm. when you want to speak out about it or you know how to, which I mean thank god he didn't tame his tongue because he shut down the biggest doctor because the doctor that was doing it was from louisiana she was the one that had people come from all over the states getting drugs from her like there was lines out of her people would sleep in the building just to wait to get a prescription so if you get a chance a pharmacy it's a good um documentary um on netflix but that's what it's about and it's exactly what you said until it hits their home that's Lucy when they're willing to speak up or they want to get more information about it it's crazy yeah it definitely is. Um, but just his little spark of his tongue, like the Bible say, mm-hmm. is brought light to everything. And it was even a federal investigation um, that did it. But I think that's something that we have to think about. Um, I was going to say to you guys, like, what is one thing that you can remember that you know you said and started a fire? I think Lulu kind of hit on hers. But, like, you struck something that will, like, always stay with you that you know you said. And it just started something that you didn't expect it to start or happen. Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that would be the only thing that I said to my husband. That stuck with him. That that stuck with him, and and I think to this day I'd be like, I am so sorry I said that because it was so untrue. It really was untrue though. I said it to get him upset, but like I said, I was 15, 14. I can't remember what age I was, and you know, trying to be when you're trying to win an argument, you just got to say anything. I think all with me. Now at this time I wouldn't do that, but I mean, <laughs> but at 14, 15 years old, yes, I did. There isn't one thing that um that that I would say that um I knew I shouldn't. Well, put it like this: it's not like a something that was hurtful, but I know when I say it, it digs deep in her skin. Like when um every time we get in the argument, when we when we do get in arguments, which is not a lot, that same you argue about a lot, but when we get in arguments, um. And she's mad, and I get mad, and I get really mad. I want to say three words to get her even so up, upset more. That's you'll be all right. That girl's so upset. You should, <laughs> that you should tame your tongue from saying you'll be all right. Because you cannot tell a woman you'll be all right, especially in a heated of a heart. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, I started doing that because I knew it wasn't right. But I knew huh. it was like, yeah, I'm going to get you with this. You'll be all right. And then, Ooh, but I, I stopped, I stopped mm-hmm. saying that now. Mm-hmm. Even if I couldn't win the argument, I just say that. Yeah, like, I, like I said, I've said a lot of piercing things <laughs> that I'm reminded of. <laughs> I'm gonna lie. It pierced. It was like that knife you stick, you stab and turn. Yikes. Both sides. Yes, I've said a lot. And like I said, you know, God showed me a lot and the person said a lot. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I did say those things. Oh, wow, that was horrible. But yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to read a verse for y'all. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, something. 
even even a fool who keeps silence is considered uh, wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. So you ever had a moment where you want to say something so bad, but you just kept quiet? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Like you want to say something so bad, but he's like, "Son, told you to no, just stay quiet." Oh, I'm dealing with some stuff right now, and um, yeah, I've learned in the last two and a half months to hold my tongue so so much. Um, I just literally walk outside. <laughs> I have two chairs on my porch, and I rarely go sit on them. But the last two and a half months, I've sat on them more than in five years. Um, but I hold my tongue because I know that I can be, um, I have a sharp tongue when it comes to certain things. So I know that if I say something, it's going to blow up and it's going to be worse. Mm. So I give it to my husband and I just look at him and just walk out. Mm. And he knows like he'll say it differently than what I would say it. He'll try to, um, maneuver the conversation more, um, like he's like the mediator kind of um me per se i would be the one to like start yelling and um use words i shouldn't use and because i'm so angry of what's going on or just like not even angry i'm just more like annoyed so I've held my tongue in these last two and a half months. I'm, yeah, my husband praises me all the time. <laughs> he literally does. He goes, you're doing so good. <laughs> because he knows. And I, all I keep saying is, you know, there's a date, um, an end date. And I just look at him and just say, you know, September's coming. And that's what I, and literally I just go out and sit outside. Um, my husband does not like going to the beach, but we've been going to the beach a lot um, just to get, air just to just to breathe just to be out of the house um and i know he's doing that for me to decompress from home so yeah that's my uh, holding my tongue all right let's hear bad Tiana. wait what was the question again <laughs> oh gosh a moment where um you want to say something so bad but you just held it in and just and just said no i'm not gonna say it that used to be all the time but I just read something because this, this relates as well. Like, you know, when you hold it in, which I think I did hold it in, but I read something just now on the same website I mentioned earlier about body language. Mm-hmm. So even if you hold it in, I th- yes. Mm-hmm. And that happens to me a lot because I'll hold my tongue like, mm. Mm-hmm. but it's like my look probably saying, like, I know what you're saying. <laughs> this is what you're saying. Like, my mouth is closed. How dare you curve your mouth and say that you know what I'm saying in my head? But yeah, I think body language have a lot to do it too. I tame my tongue a lot when it came to certain things that I wanted to say, but I felt like I didn't tame my body language. So they tell me at work I have my face saves it all. Yeah, they, you know when they say you were, you know, mm-hmm. with, I don't know, but yeah, they be like, um, if your looks can kill, I'm like, really? Because I thought I had a regular face, you know. <laughs> yeah, body language are always giving away, give it away. Yeah, especially if you know how to read body language. Like, I'm yeah, something wrong with that person. Yeah, you be know. reading them. I not read well. I'm like, mm-mm. I be slamming stuff. Though. I'm people okay. say I'm mean, and they don't even know me. No, you're not mean. People don't even know me, but she they just say off of my facial expressions, they think I'm mean until they get to know me. Then they be like. Oh, you're cool. You're goofy. Yeah, That's you usually how me. it is when you're from a, when you're not from Florida. I'm sorry, I got to say it. And talk <laughs> this one. I'm, people always thought, uh, uh-uh, uh, she stuck up. She didn't. But I do make mean, facial expressions. You, got, well, uh, you say you, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> we noticed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think probably I had the times when I did. 
I do it a lot when people are talking to me. Like, especially if you're talking to me about situations, like, and I'm in my head, I'm like, you put, you chose for it to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say nothing to you. I just be in my head, like, you picked it. You allowed it. Like, in my head, I say it, but I don't say it out loud. I just say, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let you in. Have your little cry party, your little tear, your little, okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but in my head, I'd be like, you allowed it to get that far. Um, so I've, I've tamed my tongue a lot in that. I mean, and even with in ministry, there's times you have to, you tame your tongue with a lot of stuff, especially if someone seeks counsel. You have to, there, you can't say everything that you want to say. Um, you just be like, okay, the Lord's working. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isn't there a way to say what you want to say without being harsh though? Yeah. But I mean, it's certain things that people say that you like if someone comes to you and tell you that they're being molested you're not gonna just there may oh. be things that you want to say in that moment but you got to tame your tongue and be like mm-hmm. have a straight face to let them know you're here you're listening, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. you know so or i'm being abused like because mm-hmm. you know in my head i want to say well let's go jump that let me get my all black on all real right. quick let me get my pistol like let's go, let's by. go do this let's Dang. go ride Drive you know by. that's what i really want to say but in those moments you can't always say that yeah. Um, you have to learn how to tame yourself to be like, okay, or I cheated on my spouse. Well, well, I see why she act the way she acting. You know, there is comments and things that you will want to say in those moments (laughs) that you got to bite your tongue and be like, okay, well, I ran away from home. Well, okay. Your parents, uh, you, you kind of, you giving them a reason to do certain things or, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like moments like that. You have to learn how to be like, okay. But how are we going to work through this? Let's see what we can do to resolve the issues mm-hmm. and not re, um, react. So I think that's something I, I'm pretty good at those type of scenarios. Um, but if you are a close person to me, I think sometimes if God tells me to tell you the truth, I tell you the truth. Um, if he doesn't tell me to tell you the truth, sometimes I'm just quiet because I, I know it's not my time to speak. Yeah, I think some people... um they need uh, a harsh talking to mm-hmm. you know i had this friend in high school and in college um she's made bad decisions all the time and, you know she made like bad decisions and i tell her straight up like why are you doing that why are you doing you know better like i used to get, mm-hmm. I used to get in her going on her and then she'd get mad hang on the phone with me about two hours later she called like you know you're right you know i should listen to you and everything like it's, it's a repeated thing always always she get mad She'll hang up the phone, call me like two hours, maybe a day later, and say, no, you was right. I should have known better, especially when it came to her relationship with mm-hmm. guys and everything. I'm like, why are you doing this, guy? This guy's playing you. He's right there, plain and simple. Are you stupid or something? Mm-hmm. And she'll get mad and everything, but then she realized, Well, okay. did you say it like that, brother? Yeah. Are you stupid or something? No, I, I, I didn't say you were stupid or something, but I said, you smart in that. Why are you making dumb decisions? Okay. Things like that, you know? So, then she's like, why are you yelling at me and everything? But... She ended up being like, you know, you was right. I needed that, you know. So, but I guess it's case by case. Some people could yeah. t- take a harsh and some talking can. to you, and some can't, you know. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of my friends I had in high school, I got friends in high school, is because I was very harsh to them. Mm-hmm. And when it they needed to be harsh, like my mom used to ask some of my friends, like, "Why is you her friend? She is so mean to you." <laughs> but they'd be like, "No, I love her." Like because they like, like you said, like I can't stand to see a girl sit there and let a guy play her. Like I'll be that friend to be like. 
why is you doing that like do gonna do this like you you don't make sense like you better than this know your worth like i was always that friend so like when they knew if they didn't want that like stirring advice they didn't come to me they went to my sister because they knew i was gonna be the one to be like really like you really did that <laughs> did you expect any other outcome right so yeah, some people some people can handle it some people can't so mm-hmm. you can't you can't do it to everyone though yeah that's you what know. i learned you uh, can't do it to everyone like i think even what like my sisters i'm not as mean to because some of my sisters are sensitive they don't say they're not y'all some of them are sensitive <laughs> um and you can't like really talk to them are certain things you can't say to them and they'll get offended but like some people you can talk to like that like i think like even out of like i don't know how to describe it i don't know some people i've had i've had in my life that i can be like certain things and they be like okay i get what you're saying like i get it it makes sense and then there's some that's not so that's definitely learning who you're around because mm-hmm. it's some people they they yeah two people but in my opinion, some people are overly sensitive because they don't want to hear the truth, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So I think that there's a difference when people are overly sensitive because they don't want to hear the truth or don't want to be corrected. So then that's when I get to a point like, don't tell me your problems and if you don't want to hear the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. You guys had a moment where um, you knew you should have said something, like God told you to say something, but you never, but you, you stopped and didn't say anything to anyone or a situation like that? Like, dang, I should have said something, but you didn't. Um, I think it's been a couple times, but Lucy, I'll go back and say something because I don't want to get in trouble because then I feel like that blood is on my hands because I didn't speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like at, at, there have been times he'll probably say, like, say something now and I wouldn't say it right at the moment. I will wait. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, Liz, I can't say this. Or sometimes Lucy, most people, when I come up to them, if I do have to say something, so I'll be like, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I got to get this. I got to say this so I don't get in trouble because Lucy, it Lucy takes me arguing with God, like for the hundredth time in my head. Like, I'm not going to go over there. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to walk over there and say that. Like, then finally I'll go say it. Like, I'm literally at the last wind when God's like, if you don't get your behind over there and say what I told you to say, then I'll say it. So Lucy, I, I, I debate with God before I say it. Like, God, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be the word. Because I think at a time in my life, I didn't understand why he would use me to say stuff. So it was like, it was uncomfortable for me to have to speak certain things into people's life when God was telling me to say it. But then in those times, people would be like, thank you, I needed that. Mm-hmm. Or I needed to hear that. Um, so it, it was definitely, I had to learn. It grew with my spiritual walk. When I grew spiritually and I understood why I had to do it, that's when it came easier. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I was going to say, how about this? I know I had to learn this. Um, when I was in... Um, when you want your job, Lulu kind of hit on this. Sagira, uh, not Sagira. Why am I calling you Sagira? Sagira must be talking about me. Um, when Tiana talking about saying stuff at school, how about saying the wrong thing at work? Like one thing I had to learn about not saying at work because I work with many people, but when I worked at McDonald's, some of the young boys they would say stuff, and you know you're so used to saying stuff at home, you don't think like I'm at work, you can't say that here. <laughs> like one of the black boys, he did something. I was like, are you out of your cotton picking? like and someone my ex-husband was there and he was like you can't be saying that out loud at work like and you know the boy didn't take no offense to it because he was black you know he didn't take no offense to it we didn't see that but like you so used to saying stuff like you you just say the wrong thing at the wrong time 
yeah i've done that so yeah i was like are you out of your cotton picking mind why would you do that like that don't even make no sense i don't that's the saying that we people would say at our house mm-hmm. so i don't know someone else no, said we it know about cotton yeah. picking yeah so like it's funny saying like the slang you use around home and saying our work is like people be like what, what i don't understand what you mean mm-hmm. yeah like, like that's fire. What's that's, what does it mean? Our son's on fire. <laughs> or like me, I have a habit when you say something to somebody and they say something back to you crazy. You be like, I'm about to slap you. You ever just been at work and been like, I will slap you. Yes, you yes. Like, yes because yeah, my students, yeah. they be like, Miss Hoka, you are not our mom. I'm sorry that came out. I'm so sorry because they be doing things that remind me of my children, and I'm like, listen now. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I'm like, Mrs. Hoka, we're not your children. Like you're my children. For the eight hours we here, right? <laughs> yeah. So yes, I, I mean, had yeah. Teddy, your tongue in those moments. I had to take my tongue because sometimes you be wanting to say things that you say to your kids now, and you can't say that. You be like, shoot, now did I just say that? I have Ooh. a coworker who mm-hmm. says stuff sometimes, and I'm like, um, you're at work, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. I say that to her more than anything. I'm like, you're at work, right. like, you know, yeah, like it's not, it's. And it's not cursing, it's it's the slang she uses, it's the the way she approaches people. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have to always be like, you're at work, you're at a 10, you need to go down to a one. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, and that drives me insane. So I try not to do that at work, but there's times where I catch myself, I'll be like, wait a minute, I'm at work, I'm at work, I'm at work. <laughs> you know, and we we all have a very close relationship at my job. Um, so there's one nurse practitioner who literally like for the last three years that she's been there we've been super close so sometimes when me and her talk our desks are right by each other so i have to remember i'm at work and that conversation that we're about to have or how we speak it can't be spoken because it's right in front of everybody so i have to always like what am i saying okay we're gonna talk about that later right because i know that we can't speak about it at that moment yeah, I'm at work. Because, you know, sometimes I'd be, oh, girl, let me tell you. Yeah, girl. Oh, I'm not right here. Right here now. Let's tame this tongue. Oh, real quick. Uh, what was another thing? Oh, the other thing I said I worked to a kid one time. And this was a young, like, we were close. Like, he wasn't a young kid, but he was another black kid that, for some reason, they always just want to get on my nerves. And he was being a crybaby. I was like, stop being a crybaby. You need to suck your mama titty. Like, I forgot <laughs> that I was at work. <laughs> And somebody around heard me, so you know my supervisor came and sat me down. Was like, you can't be saying so. I was like, oh my bad, you know, it just kind of, it just kind of. That's how like how we talk to each other. So it's like there's there's been moments that like I really have said something. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can't do that on my work. I can't say that. But yeah, so I have been that person that says that they're not supposed to stay at work. Uh, I think I say that constantly. Like, guys, you're at work. Um, Your voice level's at a 10. Y'all need to go down to a 1. I think it's when you get comfortable with certain people. Like, you just be flowing and having conversations and different things. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to like because i know even like at work there have been times we'll start talking about church there was this girl that i would talk to about church because she just loved to talk to me about it she was gay and she grew up in the church but you know she just always had questions and different things and so she'll always try to pick my brain so me and her but we'll get loud sometimes because we just so excited about the conversation and we just be going to be like excuse me y'all loud like <laughs> <laughs> we be having a room we'll be like my bad my bad we bad but you know like there's been times like that so yeah i when you get comfortable with people you just be saying stuff mm-hmm. and you be forgetting because it was like an older lady that told on me because she was like she said this to an employee i was like please 
<laughs> but yeah, I said that to him. I said some stuff, you know. I could see it though. I definitely I could. said it. I could see it. Like really, stop being a little crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> I do when when I'm drawing blood and someone like if it's a big dude and I'm drawing blood and you're like almost half crying and you're about to pass out and I just look at you and be like, oh my! First of all, I, I'm like, you need to stop. Like in my head, I'm like cursing you out because I'm like you're a grown man. Like you weigh 260 pounds right now. You should not be going through this. Um, so I just started saying, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> that is my thing. Like, there's no crying in baseball. Like, what are you doing? I don't doing? like baseball, Miss Lulu. Yeah, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Some people are what? just terrified. Oh, I'll say, don't pass out. I'm like, you about to pass out? Take an alcohol. Put it right there. But you don't know that guy's um, experience with needles, though. It, it could be he could be a haunted experience with the underlying thing. Listen, I tell them, you know, I, like I still tell them straight up when they come and they're like, "Oh, I'm a hard stick," and I'm like, "All right," I'm and I'm like, "All right," but I'm a good vampire. You'll watch and see. So I mean, I've actually this um, yesterday. I have a patient that I've known for eight years. I didn't know that I took her fear off of needles. Hmm. I had no clue. Her doctor's in a whole different office that doesn't even come to my office anymore. She literally comes, drives an hour for me to draw her blood. Yeah, so an hour. And so now when I see her, I'm like, hey, how are you? Whatever, whatever. And um, she's like, I only come see you. And she goes, I called this morning to make sure you were here. And I was like, okay. And she was like, you took my fear off of needles. So I do play with a lot of people like to try to like, for them not to be scared. But when I see a grown, <laughs> oh sorry, <laughs> my bad. We gotta delete that one. Hey, your tongue. She forgot the tame. Oh, tongue. It's a perfect episode. When, when you see these grown men start almost crying because they're about to get a, a little needle stuck in their arm, come on. I don't got time for that. I think I'm going to keep that in there. Just My bad, off. guys. My bad. <laughs> oh, we just had that conversation. Okay, you seen, um, you guys see, well, I don't know if y'all watch TikTok. Was it on TikTok? I seen it. Yeah, on TikTok, they have the video of a pastor. He's preaching. And when he's preaching, he's like um, telling people that they need to mind their own business and get their own. He says, beep together, the S word together, <laughs> instead of worrying about other people. Dang. And when he said the S word, he go, oop. <laughs> I said, they didn't well, got on that pastor. No. He ain't tame his tongue at all in the pulpit. <laughs> あ、そうだ、ごめん、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん。あ、ごめん、ごめん
Stick me that 20 times. No. No. Don't come to my chair if you're going to be yes, crying. Yes, Lulu. See, we had a prime example on the episode of Taming Your Tongue. We are human. We are human, guys. This is how you know we are authentic and we are human. Lulu that went in. She told y'all how she felt. She tired of y'all big people coming in there. Scared. She grown adults. Adult. Grown adults. Grown adults. Can't and get I'm not even talking. And you know what's funny is I'm not even saying just men. I mean women too. I mean, they do it. I have I have one that I swear I have to hold an arm, her leg, just to stick a needle in. And I'm like, really? Like it's one little pinch come on guys but a lot of people are scared of needles uh-huh. that's the funny thing uh-huh. they are it's a lot of people i think it's, it, it starts from from young like your your first experience with a needle uh-huh. um tells oh yeah builds you that memory phone. that memory is going to be there forever oh yeah mm-hmm. listen damani turns into the hawk when the needle <laughs> come out okay <laughs> nobody hold her down and i remember one time when she was little she was getting she had to get shots not even Demonte, but he was in the room with them and when the doctor went to poke her Demonte started beating the doctor up, talking about get off of my sister <laughs> it was so funny he's just a little kid and he's just sitting there punching the doctor's leg trying to get him off of Demonte from getting oh her goodness. shots <laughs> yeah she now that little girl she don't like needles she will turn into the hulk she gonna call everybody I need to call Papa I need to call my dad Like she'll say Everybody name She need to call Before she get her shot Mm-mm. I don't know I've, I've never been scared of needles Me and my other The one that's right above me Were never scared of needles But Maria and Corinne Those were the ones That did not like getting Their shots yeah, I used to remember When I used to have to Give shots to babies I used to hate it Cause I hate hurting people Number one I hate hurting people Like physically but kids, I can't. That's why I can't draw. Like, I wouldn't be able to work, like, at at, at a company where they draw kids. Blood. Mm-hmm. Draw um, blood of, of children. I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm going to say that because I couldn't even give immunizations because I felt like I'm hurting you. I knew how to do it. I would do it because it was my job. But it hurt me to hurt them. So that's why I had to um, move away from family practice mm-hmm. and pediatrics. No. Yeah. She said that's therapy. <laughs> Someone please check on her children. <laughs> no. <laughs> I doesn't like the white coat. She doesn't like doctors. Oh, she don't like the needles. <clears throat> she had to get her blood drawn. And I told them, I said, listen, I know my daughter. Let me hold her down. No, I have an assistant. She's going to come help me. We'll hold her and she'll hold her down. And I'll do it. Okay, fine. Now I sit back and be the mama because I know my child. They had her. The assistant held her down, and that one putting the butterfly in her. And Gianna said, Pat, pull the butterfly needle out through it. I said, Exactly. Let me hold my child because she needs this test done. Yes, girl, hit one of them, <laughs> dragged the needle out of her arm and threw it. And I looked at them like, Yeah, now she bleeding everywhere. Now let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't be listening. But she was, like she said, the whole Gianna was not playing. This is a girl who had to get her ears pierced twice when she was a baby because one mom messed it up. The other mom had to take it out and re-pierce it. And she just sat there like, mm-mm. But that, when it comes to white, when a white coat walking, they all have to take their white coats off before they walk into the office that we're sitting in when she has to get examined. They literally, like, they put the sign, Gianna does not like white coats, so they have <laughs> to take their coats off. Even in the hospital, she they take it off. Because when she's like, she'd be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah, back to taming the tongue, you know. 
You definitely have to tame your tongue. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. She, she tamed it. She tried to tame it. I but tried. I tried. The, the big guy. You got to out here feeling some type of way, big guy. You can't you be know. coming up in that crime with a needle. No. But, when um, they tell me, oh, I got to lay down to get my blood drawn. What? Have a seat. Have a seat. Lula got to do a lot of taming tongue and hugging. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, think, mm. I think what taming your tongue, how many of you guys think that? It shows your spiritual growth, too. Oh, absolutely. I did a lot of growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you. Yeah. I think before I talk. I think it shows your walk where you're at. And I think sometimes people don't think about that, but I think it shows your walk of where you are at with Christ. By the way you speak, the way you act in certain scenarios, it just shows like your maturity level mm-hmm. in Christ. I mean, everybody gets mad. Everybody get aggravated. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's how you respond to it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's the one. Cause I was just thinking about mm-hmm. gossiping, you know, somebody on the other end of the phone could be gossiping. You just literally be quiet, taming your tongue, just trying to kick them off the phone until you finally get off. Like, sheesh. Why? Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. That's just... a good factor of taming your tongue, mm-hmm. not engaging in that conversation with them. Yeah. Me and Salia have this thing that yeah. when we don't want to engage or like pay attention to what somebody's telling us, we look at each other and go, la, 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 literally. So in my head, I do the la, 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 and I start walking away. So Salia, I didn't know that I would say it out loud. And then Salia um, noticed that I was doing it. So she was at work and she said, you know, they were talking. She was like, I was trying to mind my business. So I was like, la, 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 and walked away. So then she came <laughs> home that day, and she's like, she goes, I did exactly what you do. I First of all, I didn't know that I did it out loud. At work, I don't do it out loud, but at home, I do. So she, so now it's like a joke thing in my house, because I'd be like, la, 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 all over. But that's me saying, I don't want to engage. engage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to respond. I just need to walk away. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just get quiet and lose the person and end up being like, well, I'll go ahead and call you and talk to you Because I just end up right. getting quiet on the phone like, here I go. If my head starts saying la, 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 it's time for me to get off. <laughs> I'll be like, I'd be like um, Willie's calling me. Let me call you right back. And I never call back. Well, I ain't got no husband in years. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't. Or I'll be like, oh, the baby's crying. Let me call you right back. So, I ain't got no yeah. one of you. I ain't got no baby. I ain't got no husband to use. Mm-hmm. I just be like, I just literally sit quiet, and not even to be funny. Sometimes, if, don't let me be watching TV because I ain't hear words you said. I'm watching the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely would just like let them say it, and then losing when I get quiet, they be like, okay, I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. They be like, did you hear what I said? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. What did you say? Let me just process and I'll get back, back to you. Or on my line. Okay, I do have a line. My line, if I don't want to talk, I'll be like, oh, I got to go to this bathroom. I'll call you back later. <laughs> <laughs> I use that one to be like, yo, I'm about to take a shower. I'll call you right back. Right? And be laid up in that bed. I'm taking a <laughs> Be laid a bunch of liars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just not hurting feelings. That's lying. It's not hurting feelings. You're lying. If you're not doing what you take you want to do, that's lying. So should we not tame my tongue and be like, I'm just going to get off the phone because I don't want to listen to you no more. Yeah. You know, that's not it's lying. Like, that's you're eventually going to take a shower. Take a shower. There you, you go. Shower. You may have just took a pause before you <laughs> took a shower. That's lying. I would stay quiet and say, I don't feel like gossiping right now. I'll tell you later. No. Plain and simple. Be honest with the people. 
I don't want to gossip. Yeah, I said, oh. oh, you say Dane, that's crazy. This case, you know, oh, no, no, but no, if no, I say no, I have to engage this is the thing with certain people, to them, it's not gossiping. Yeah. To them, they are literally just talking, having a conversation, having a conversation. Dang, that's crazy. So, you gotta do. Hit that over and over again. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Oh, sometimes that don't even work. That don't. You could be like, dang, that's crazy. Dang, that's crazy. Oh man, and they will still keep. They'll keep going. Let's do this. Hmm. We go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I do that to that person. Or that this one. Or just, going. Be, or just say, okay, I won't. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna to you now. later because I got to go later. handle the baby. <laughs> exactly. You gotta say something to get off the phone because you yeah. don't want to hurt their little feelings. <laughs> Say, I got hey. to go give Gianna a bath. I'll call you later, and I don't call back because I'm gonna give Gianna a bath for real. Ten hours later. Yes. Lying. Indeed. It's so bad. I, I still get I don't call you back. <laughs> no, we, we don't call back. Don't we call we back. just say it. Now I'll speak to you I'll later. Like, I'll, I'll call you back, back in a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I see you, I'll be like, "Oh, I meant to call, call you, you back." back. Liars. No, we're taming our tongues. <laughs> we're taming our tongue. It's I not about lying. I to call you back. <laughs> that was because sometimes the gossip it, it could be about them and their household, but you just don't feel like hearing it. Tell them. Look, I don't want to hear this right now. It's between you and who got going on. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Let's be honest with people. people Everybody could, can't handle that. People appreciate yeah, honesty. Everybody, Stop being no, scared. Everybody cannot handle that. They can't. They 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 they, they gotta work on that. That's their fault. That ain't your fault. They, mm-hmm. Everybody can't handle that. Tongue, brother, I don't want to have a conversation with you on the phone. No. I don't want to gossip or anything. Like, if I want to gossip, I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, all right, I'll talk to you later. I'm a, like, I don't like. I hate gossip. Like, it's like. <sighs> So it's how you come home from work and she got a story about what happened. You don't be listening, you be telling her you don't feel like gossiping. It's never between gossiping and telling about my work. <laughs> gossiping is like bad mathing people doing all this lying and stuff and everything. That's telling about work, that's different. Well, we not see our gossip is the same thing. Telling us something that then happened, that can be considered gossip too. Mm-hmm. So even in those scenarios, sometimes you just don't want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Cause something always happened. Or something always going on. I never wanna know. I say the less I know the better. Like mm-hmm. when it's gossiping between in the office, I'd be like, like great example today. They was like, oh, um, they said, oh, this person didn't come in today to work. Do you know why? Nope. La 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 la. And <laughs> kept it walk- and kept walking. I'm like, cause I'm not, I'm not feeding into that. I don't mm-hmm. want to feed into the gossip. I don't want, I don't know what's going on, and I don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, we work remotely, so we don't have that problem. Well, I ain't gonna lie. My friend, she called me when she got something to say. We be talking on FaceTime while we on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> she do. She kind of like, did you get a notice saying this or that? Blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I hang up on her too. <laughs> <laughs> now her, I don't say nothing. I just be hanging up the phone. <laughs> you got those people. You really do. You be like, end. <laughs> Yeah, I don't say nothing. I think we lost service, honey. Don't worry about it. One thing I do hate too, like I'll hang up with people too. They actually like your opinion or your advice, and then you give it to them, and then they want to second guess. Bye. (laughs) Don't ask me anything else. Now those people, I mean to. I'll just be like, bye. Those are probably the ones that I'm honest to. Like I can't stand that. Like don't ask me how to do something. Then I tell you, and you why? Where do you find that? Bye. This this one know your reasoning behind it. That's all it is. Bye. Bye. Don't ask me. You can't give an opinion without if a reason behind it. If you ask me how to do it, I show you how to do it and it works, and you got to give a whole explanation on how it works, or you want to ask somebody else to make sure that that's right, by don't call, don't ask me. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, y'all call me mean. Y'all mean. No, that's not mean. I'm not mean. 
because like you let them vent you let them get the little gossip off the chest then they got the one they're like oh i feel better and just because you was just quiet and he was like i gotta go to the toilet and you wouldn't mean like i don't want to gossip you let them get that off (laughs) so you know make them feel better and you feel better too because now you done hung up the phone and you ain't gotta hear it no more Kill two stones at once. Y'all, 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 wild. <laughs> Tell me. You ain't never told nobody you just had to get off the phone because you didn't feel like talking to them. I no said, more. all right, talk to you later. Gotta go. I guess it's different for guys. It is, because I'm gonna lie, because I got to. Guys don't, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but guys I don't, don't be gossip on the phone like, like that. that. But guys, it's, it's what you need, what you want, okay, bye. With, with girls, it's kind of like, you go out of the horse <laughs> tire circles to get what you want. Like, tell me what you want, tell me what you need, and then boom, that's straight to the point. You know, I don't want to know about this. That is what. What do you want? It's straight, straight to the point, straight line. With, with women, it's it's a it's a it's a, maze. Uh, it's a maze. Like, I remember, I remember, um, this one person I used to work with at the radio station. Like, every time I call, I know she needs something. I know she wants something. You know, instead of saying what she needs or what she wants. She said, hey, Antoine, how you doing? How's everything going? Yeah. Oh, okay, is your car going good? Oh, okay, you still playing video games, still doing all that stuff and everything? Like, she'll, she'll say, ask so many questions just to get to what you want. Now, like, okay, what do you want? So now every time she texts, I don't say that, but now it's, um, I, every time they, they need something, I just say, okay, hey, how you doing? That's it. What do you need? You know, I know something they need. Just, just get to the point. So why you ain't never say to her, what do you want? I do sometimes. Like, okay, oh. well, okay, what's up? I know you need something. That's why you text me. <laughs> now, one, now, one of my friends at various station, she knows. She knows how I am. She says about, about, about what she need to get off her chest or what she need from me as far as work-wise. Then boom, that's it. Like, she, know, she knows how I am. I'm straight to the mm. point. Some people just don't get that. You know, I hate going in circles. I hate going in figure eights and all in the mazes. Just tell you what you need, what you want. Well, now we know. We know. No. Listen, I got a cousin. She called me. I be dreading to answer the phone call because she gonna <laughs> tell me her whole life story that I didn't miss within th- three months. Mm. And it's like I'm the only one to answer the phone. So, I, but I be trying to answer. I be like, Lord, I don't want to be mean. But then when she get going, and I'm like, oh, I really don't care. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, yeah, we good. Okay, you know, and I be trying to get them. All right, I'm finna go in this house. I'll talk to you later. I gotta go use this bathroom. I have to do it. Cause, like, like you said, she going a full circle. Like, I, I know everything that didn't happen within three months in her life in that compound conversation. And I don't be, I just don't be wanting to hear it. Don't even be gossip. So I just gotta get off. I just gotta get off this phone. Don't answer the phone. Don't then they text. Then they text. Look, she texts. She's like, "Oh, I had call. I had text you the other time. I thought that wasn't your number no more." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, that's still my number. <laughs> I must have not got that text message." <laughs> like, I didn't see no missed calls. Like, sometimes I don't get stuff, but I'd be like, "Really? Just because I answer you, it's not my number no more." I, I had her, but. <laughs> That she listens like to I the said, podcast. straight to the point. <laughs> nah, she don't listen B. to a lot of guys. Yeah. She probably won't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I watched me that one time. She actually listened to the podcast. Right. I heard you talking about me. <laughs> she won't know. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't really talk to a lot of my cousins. Like, everyday-wise? No. I don't talk to them like that. The only ones I talk to is my sisters, and we now us when we get on each other's nerves, we like that. We just my one sister should just hang up on me once I make her mad. <laughs> she told me I didn't got her mad, and she hang up on me. Phyllis, I love you, but she <laughs> hang her right up on me. Why would you say that? Click, and she won't answer her phone. She sent me the voicemail. Dang. 
Danny hangs up on me too when I get on her nerves. I say something that she don't like. She hang up on me too. They just hang up on me. That's how they treat you. I'm the nice one. I just stay on the phone irritated. <laughs> but them, they'll hang up on you. They don't care. My sister hangs up on me too. If I'm reading a book and I'm trying to, like, she calls me, you know, you try not to, like, pay attention but continue reading. She knows it. She knows I'm reading, so she'll just be like, click, and hang up on me. I'll be like, oh, sorry. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes you be into stuff. Like, if I'm watching my show, they oh, know yeah. not to talk to me while I'm watching my show because you're going to call. They're like, what you know, I'm watching my show. And they talking. They know. They'll be like, did you? I, I'm sorry. I ain't hear a word you said. It just got good. But they're the same way. Like, the, my sister, she'll be like, I'm watching my show. I'll call you back when I'm done. Because we none of us talk. We just be, like, dead silent and be all up into the TV. Like, my sister, Corinne, she be all up in the TV. But be trying to hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. What you said? Bye, Corinne. Just call me when you show over. Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap this up. We'll wrap it up. Oh, all right. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he said bye, y'all. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, just take my time. What did you say? Uh you know, there's a time and place for everything. So please, for first thing, talk to God before you say anything wild, you know, or something like that sound may, may be harsh or whatnot. So I always consult God first for anything. So, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, like, comment, subscribe. I don't know why I'm saying it. You're not going to do it anyway. So. <laughs> so. Tame your tongue and speak positivity. <laughs> right. Yes. Speak positivity. Yes. Comment, like, subscribe. Um. Give us a shout out. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. 